Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving higher in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving higher. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 280. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. Axon Tire would like to give the loyal listeners of the Moving Iron Podcast a free Axon desk pad. You know what desk pad is, Aaron? Uh, yes. So it's like a giant mouse pad. But it covers your desk. It keeps it keeps your it keeps your furniture from getting all grooved up from signatures and whatnot. And it's full of information. Sure. I mean, yeah. That's I guess what it's that's what it's for. It's to protect right. the desk. But the desk pad would be like a giant mouse pad that covers your entire desk. Right. So to protect your desk. Now if you remember last year last year. You asked me if year. I knew what a desk pad was. That's yeah. what a desk If you if you remember last month, Axon gave away mouse two pads. Mouse pads, right? Dose. So now you got two mouse pads and a desk pad. I feel like you're pretty well hemmed up. I feel like I that might be the room if you're kind of lose your marbles a little bit going right. there because it's half padded. Oh, there you go. Hey, the off the walls. Aaron's here all week, folks. So check that out. If you want one of those, go to marketing at axontire.com. Give them all your details. Tell them what it is that you that the Moving Iron Podcast sent you. Give them your address and those kind of things, and they will send you one of those in the mail. So just go to axon at I'm sorry, marketingaxontire.com, and you're good to go. Check that out. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. That's right. And no matter how you buy your farm equipment, whether it's from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. Right on. 
So we got a new sponsor here, guys. Check these guys out. I think they're, they're worth your while, especially if you're a dealer. This bro- this podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. Their Dealer Connect CRM iApp with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experiences and transform how you work. Good job. Aaron Fennell. Woo! That, that's my guy right there. Aaron there's a rule that we follow here at the uh, Moving Iron Podcast. Hey, what's rule number one? What's rule number one? Party? No, not party. No, it's not party. It's not party unless you're in Nashville. Cause so if oh, you're, if you're in Nashville, under a month, under a month ago, you know how many pieces, you know how many spots I have left to go for that? Um, no, because if I guess too little, people will be like, "Oh, it's full." I have I guess six. Two- Six. 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 Six spots? Six spots. As many rings as Michael Jordan has. That's how many oh. That's how many spots are left to go. That's as many rings as Tom and Bill share. That's exactly, ah. <laughs> exactly right. So if you're interested in coming to that, check that out. Go go to uh, movingironllc.com. Check out up in the upper right-hand corner. Click the Moving Iron Summit page. All the information is there, agendas, what have you not. But I tell you right now. Right now we have, we have a hundred and like two dealer people coming. We got fifty dealers coming. Different representation. Different representation. We got everybody from across the board coming. So we got three round tables. I think you're gonna be pretty good round tables. The first round table is gonna be based around the recon process and what you see happen there. And where do you recon? What do you recon? How's your re? How does your dealership look at reconditioning? whatever else we got three guys that are going to come do that and three very well respected people i'm not sure but i feel like that might be the best paid attention to one. aaron's on that one so that's why i said <laughs> that right? so aaron's going to be doing welcome that one. to the round table <laughs> david gibson from h&r and alan miller from nebraska harvest center those, those three guys are going to be doing that they're going to be talking about what the, how they're looking at what's going on in the marketplace and those kind of things got another round table coming up and it's going to be based around the additional hours are getting put on machine you know so if you had a machine that was supposed to show up in march and it's going to come here in in october or september or whatever what what are you doing with those hours what's that look like how's that reconditioning process come into play you've got uh stacy anthony you've got lou bordone stacy anthony's from um uh ag revolution, ag revolution. you got lou bordone he's from uh, flint ag out there in georgia and then you've got kevin vandervoort out of hoover's there in uh, uh, kind of like Pennsylvania, New York area. So uh, it's going to be a great conversation. You're going to see some of that happen. It's going to be one of those things that kind of walk away with some some good information there. And then we got a roundtable with some Ag Direct uh, co-bank guys, Tanner Emke. He's been on the podcast a million times. <clears throat> Him and another gentleman that he works with are going to come in, and they're going to talk about what's happening there and what they see happening from an economic standpoint. So there's going to be some really great information that's coming there from – things the good thing i like the one thing i like about the moving iron summit it's put together by people that that are in the dealership realm exactly you know what i mean and they they we live it and breathe it every day right and it's it's not not saying that these other stuff these other meetings aren't worth going to and those kind of things i hear all that but the difference is we're living and dying and we're, we're asking the questions that we want answers to from the dealer viewpoint yeah for the dealer yeah like yes. for the dealer by the dealer yeah there you go kind of like kind of like fubu jeans a little <laughs> bit in some in some sense dude <clears throat> real quick side note not to get off track oh. i saw a pair i saw a, a you shouldn't say a pair 
I saw a human being mm-hmm. yesterday wearing Jinko jeans. You remember those? I don't. Oh my god! Like the leg of each pant is the oh, size yeah, of your yeah. torso. Sure. Yeah, I do remember those. Yeah, yeah. I do remember. Crazy. Those. Yeah. <clears throat> I was like, oh my god, really? Like almost looking at that guy's ass. Like, oh, that those are Jinkos. Wow. Really? Looking at dude's ass. That's cool. Good job, Goodwill. Right on. Give me a pound. Right on. All right. So, <laughs> thanks for focusing on that part. <laughs> Hammer down. Anyway, moving Iron Summit and whatnot. All right. So, Aaron and I check that out. If you're if you're interested in coming, yeah, that's well worth your time. Aaron's been to every one of them. I think it's I think it's a good time. I think if you ask anybody, looking forward there, to my uh, commemorative award this year. What's that? I don't know. I've been to every one. I got to get some. Yeah. Well, high five maybe. <laughs> I don't know. A commemorative plate. <laughs> so. You've been so. to every one, and you're still allowed to come. There's your, there's your, there's your plaque. Right on. So check that out. I think it's, I think it's well worth your time. Like I said, I got six, six spots open. If you want to check it out, man, it's, it's well worth your time to do. But it, 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 in all seriousness, it is a tremendous, tremendous meeting. Awesome. Absolutely. All right. So Aaron and I this week we're going to talk about what we see happening about probably five or six podcasts ago. Um, we talked about. What we were going to see, pretty good thing here about this roundtable. What we were seeing happening with uh, with hours and and what that looked like moving forward with this additional usage of hours and how that was going to affect the marketplace. Um, kind of set the table a little bit. If you go and look on online and start really kind of digging into what's happening out there, if you have um, if you look at at the overall. It makes me laugh here when I look at this because for so long we were so worried about the combine marketplace and how atrociously awful that was. Right. The combine marketplace right now, I think there's like 7,000, 7,600-ish combines on the open market right now. And that's everything. That's, that's everything. Yeah, that's, that's everything. Massey Harris Super 82 to Klaus 8900 or what right. have you. Yeah. So. And I bet you if you go look at how about half of those combines aren't even available to be even be sold. No. Right? No. So, I mean, legitimately, there's probably like 5,000 combines you can buy today on the market. Ooh. Out of 76? No way. Yeah, I, I bet there's. I bet there's not. I bet you're four or less. Eh, I don't know about that. I know for a fact, I, my place, we show like 35 and I have like 10. Okay, so if you say it's a third, and so let's just say it's, it's averaging a third across the board, that means there'd be like 2,600, 2,700 combines today to buy right. on the open market. Right. I, I mean, I could buy that, I guess. But I bet it's no. half. Because you throw all that old junk in there, or sure. excuse me, that older, less desirable iron. <laughs> <laughs> if, you put, if you put that in a mix, then, you, then you've got, uh, I think you probably have. You throw them 8820s and 1480s in there. Yeah. There, there's plenty. There's plenty. So, if you look at it from that perspective, let's say that five-year-old and newer combines in the marketplace, yep. you probably have 2,500. Out of 76, five and newer, so that'd be 17. So, we're talking, for the green guys, that's all S7. The red guys, that's... 40 and 50, I think. Yeah, 40 and 50. Um, 
honestly, by saying it that way, I feel like there's a lot of reds out there, but not a lot of greens. What do you mean? Selling, selling both colors all the time. Okay. I, I don't care. Right. Do not care. The, they're, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of how to say this fancily. Um, just say it, bro. No, I know. Just let it go. <laughs> it's okay. You got this. You got this. Um, when you look at it from that aspect, I feel like the S7 mm-hmm. is, and and this is, I'm a green guy, we know this, I feel like the S7 is still, even when it's a 2000 set custom machine that's been south to north a few times, sure, sure, it's still highly, highly, highly desirable. Right. And I've seen enough of the early 40 series reds that kind of, it's like they're, they're not brothers to the 12 and 13 S series, but they're, they're closer than second cousins on desirability, hot marketness. Okay. Okay. I, I, I put them with a, put them with a mid, a mid S6. Okay. Um, and I I think because of that, and this is really spiraled a long way from a simple question, hasn't it? Yes. I th- I think when you look at it from that standpoint, if we're just talking the the S seven hundred against the rest of the five year and newer combine market, there's no way. It's it's that number or less, but if if all colors had that level of mystique, if you will, but if you're taking all colors, which we are, and really digging in, I think you're probably because you're saying a third. I'm gonna say. Yeah, you, you might be right. It's <laughs> a long ways to go around to say that. I, 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 I know. You're welcome, everybody, for 15 minutes of rambling to say, yeah, that's probably right. I think there is a, uh, I think if you take a look at what's, what's happened there, I think that that overarching um, kind of uh, f- feel that we're seeing, it's not so, which kind of goes back to what we're talking about here. I mean, if, if you had, let's just say, Let's just say I'm right, right? Let's say there's 7,600 combines available, and you've got 2,600 of those are available today to buy, right? That's that's one number. What I'm talking about is the other 5,000 combines out there that aren't ready to go. Because 2,600 that are available today, that same... Yeah, we, we know what they are. But that same five-year-old... A newer right. combine that of that five thousand that remains that's a, that's probably another thirty five hundred combines. Right. The right. It, the beauty of all of this is that was basically a rhetorical question as a reference point, and I took it on a fifteen minute rant. You did. You went down a rabbit. That's hole. That's awesome. You went, down, you went down a rabbit hole and you turned left three times. I cannot believe Patrick Gotch isn't on the phone now. <laughs> 
<laughs> but if if you look at if you look at it from that perspective, those thirty five other combines that are that are out there, thirty five hundred combines that are out there ish, you know, just hypothetically. Yeah, it would be five if we're let's or just five thousand, I'm sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Five thousand. Five thousand those other five thousand combines what what are you doing? Because all of those machines are like three, four, five, six months delayed and getting put in there. Right. You're not not only are you looking at depending on where you're at. If you're in our neck of the woods out here, it's it's a it's a fall harvest thing. That's that's a bigger deal. Um, you're some depending some of our our locations where wheat is a bigger deal. You'll see some of that. So they'll have a big wheat harvest, but no fall harvest. Right, but. We seem to bang out more combines at wheat mm-hmm. historically, but uh, most of our wheat combines that we sell though aren't aren't back in our area. No, no, we we do. We sell when when you get into and I and this is this is the difference when you get into the wheat areas right. of our stores. Yeah, that's it. Right. My personal experience is in like three different fringe stores, and that's still like kind of when they pop. It's almost like our guys get done picking corn, put it in the shed, and it's like, yeah. ah, shit, wheat's getting ready to spread trade. <laughs> well, yeah, I think there's part of that too, but also the biggest reason that we see that 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 pop during wheat harvest and what that the spectrum behind that is. They're buying their combine for the whole year. Right. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. It's, it, but it just happens to be at exactly. wheat, wheat harvest. Right? right. So if you uh, look at our very southern southern yeah. end of our territory, that's that's wheat centric. Yes. Right? They're they're doing like thirty five bushel dryland corn, right? And that's that's the area they live in, right? Fifty bushel dryland corn. As you migrate north, when you get to be when you get around like our like our center of our of our AOR, there's a, a a pretty hearty mix of spring harvest and fall harvest, but one is always more than the other, and it just depends on the year. Yeah. You know? yeah. One year they plant more corn. One year they plant more wheat or millet or whatever it is that they're doing. Right. They've, you've got these these varying sways in in what we see happening. Now you get to our northern territory. It's it's real crop country, right. Until you get to like north of Alliance into Gordon, and then you're back into wheat country. Right. right? I was gonna you say know? if if you, you can almost you can almost match it mm-hmm. south to north. You know, yep. you got wheat and dry land. You got you're getting into combo area, and then you yep. get. Do you know why? I thought of this the other day as I was all over the territory. What's that? A river and a river. Well, no wonder. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But I think I think if you look at those things and you really map those things out and track what's going on, I think those that starts to play a, a big factor in what you see. I think as we sit here and look at at or you know we we have conversations with case guys and they're all out. I mean, unfortunately, we're not on some island somewhere. I mean, everybody's having the same issue that we're having. But I guess if you look at what happens is what happens when you run that combine that was supposed to be delivered in June, but didn't show up till October. What happened? Like now, now you've got a machine that you got an, a whole another season of use on. Exactly. So what happens there? What's that look like? How's that working? 
where does the recon can re, recon play into that and what's that look like okay i i really think it becomes as you talk about okay this rig was supposed to have 1500 it come in at 1800 sure um i think as you're talking about that there's there's two different things to look at and this is my personal opinion percentage of hours mm-hmm. you know if it's a 2000 hour rig what do, you mean, what do you mean percentage of hours what do you mean? <clears throat> percentage of hours the the differentiation from the guesstimate as a percentage of what total hours is okay so if you're guessing like 1500 comes with 1800 you're whatever that would be 33 percent more um 300 hours three times or no five 20 percent more well 15 to 20 percent sure yeah right so if you're like 15 to 20 percent okay i you saying i feel like you know you get a 2000 hour rig and it comes in 22 that's 10 percent i feel like if you're within that 10 percent threshold that is what it is I think when you get into the... So, explain that. It is what, what, do you, what do you mean? So, if I come in, and yeah, it's 1,500 hours, and I come in with 1,650, that's 10, 10% more. Mm-hmm. So, exp- leave it alone. Okay. All right, so now, okay, so that's a good point. So Because, here, here's why I say this, okay? If, if your salesman did what he should have done and told you this is an estimate could come in a little bit either side could come in here everything's been delayed might show up six months later might have 200 extra hours do you want this machine i think my point that i want to make with this is that i think to your point the 1800 hour machine is now is 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 the new fifteen hundred hour machine? I I was getting into that. Yeah. That was the, it's two parts. So I think I, I think it's a percentage thing. But when you you and I talk about this a lot, market by hour ranges. When sure. you when you jump yeah. an hour range, that's yeah, a, makes, that's a yeah, prime yeah, example. It makes a big difference when yeah. you you're supposed to be fourteen, mm-hmm. and you come in sixteen. It's only two hundred hours. You know you're what 20 percent or so but you've jumped a big important market gap yep big time so i've got a podcast i'm, I'm gonna put out there tractor zoom came on and they talked about some stuff i was talking with andy campbell from them and they he showed me this this chart and the the, the thing about this chart that really struck me was there was a hard 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 line that you could see based on the data they had so you had this big gray area of all this different data and they had these like red dots that were machines that were sold within the last i can't remember however many days it was but the difference between there was like a line that went like this and there were there were, there's a dot here and a dot here and the difference between there was a there was a, a big enough gap between those dots that this was the 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 left side kind of climbing up to the late model low hour stuff was very sporadic it's kind of spread all over the place and everything on on the right side of that was not nearly sporadic at all so you had the you had the line between the commodity 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 
the commoditization of, of the machine over here, right? That was the the 2,000 hour, the 1,500 hour, the 3,000 hour combine, and what that looked like. That it was it kind of is what it is. It's worth what it's worth. And then the stuff over here was perceived value. Right. Right. So a thousand I, hours. I, I like I like that value. word. Perceived. Because that's exactly what it is. It's a perceived value. I mean, you. I've seen 1,200 separated hour combines leave a guy standing very often. Yeah. And 2,500 hour sep combines that, unfortunately for whoever did it, run and run and run and run and run because somebody threw the cash at them. The difference between that was the difference in that in that that thousand because it was a thousand hour to like 1,500 hour, and that's where that gap was at. Right. The difference between that is probably someone trading in that combine was I had 2,000 hours on my machine. I'm looking to go to 750. Mm, I'm looking to right. go to 1,000. I'm looking to go maybe even to 500. You know what I mean? But I'm having a perceived value of I can spend X to get my 2,000-hour machine going, or I can just put that in over here on my 500-hour machine or 750 or whatever the number is. And if he's going from 2 to 750, he's dropping four segments. So there you go. Absolutely. absolutely. So now you start looking at that perspective, and now you've got the guy. Now here's what kind of goes back to that, that whole thing that we're talking about. What was 500 is now 750. What was seven fifty is now a thousand. What now is thousand? Now fifteen hundred. In a generalized sense, you're right, but the in a, to, yeah, in in a generalized market sense, you're right, and that's because there aren't enough fives or sub five. There aren't enough five to sevens. Right. But, uh, but that market's still there. That market's just a hey, we got this. Do you want it or not? Yes, I'll take it. But yeah, but but it goes back to that same thing. Was when it was supposed to come in, it would have had right. No, I, I know, 500. I know. And there's still ones that that are showing up where they're supposed to. Sure, absolutely. And, that, and that's yeah, my point is yeah. there are still machines hitting what they're supposed to, and there are still yeah, absolutely. Sure. There's still the sure. unicorns, and the stuff is what sure. it's supposed to be, and sure. all that. So it's not all moved, but as a generalization of the market, yeah, it has because there isn't the five this the five or less. Yep. You know, a five or less, it's now seven fifty or less. Right. And the same thing on as for combine or for tractors. You know, you get your Ocop tractor. Typical season of use is whatever it is for your area, but our area it's about five hundred to seven hundred hours a year. If you're looking at that perspective, well, and, you know, you know, there's always that magic bullet on tractors. Sure. Three hundred, sure, three hundred or yep. less. And if it, it might have had three hundred, when the new one's supposed to get here, right now, now it's five. Got five, right? right? You, you're, you're three or less is five or less. Exactly. So I think I, I'm looking at the scale right now, and I'm looking at the marketplace, and I'm taking a look at these things. To me, the five hundred hour tractor is the three hundred hour tractor. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? The the seven hundred and fifty hour tractor <laughs> is the is the five hundred hour tractor. You Actually I mean? if you're looking out in the marketplace and we're talking, you know, realistic pricing, the nineteen hundred hour tractor is the three hundred hour <laughs> tractor. <laughs> yeah. There's some point. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like, you mean we ha we have this right now and it's under two thousand yeah. hours? I don't know. 
ask four and a quarter. Yeah, just throw it out there and see if it sticks. That's that's. I mean, but but that's. I mean, you see that oh, happening right now. Man. Guys are just they're, oh. throwing numbers because nobody. I don't care who you are in this in this particular market right now. You're trading something in. There there is no playbook that tells you that X equals Y. As someone who evaluates equipment all day, the first question I asked is, when do we get it? Is this a now? Or is this a, there, there's a September price. 24? Yeah, there's hell yeah. a different price. Dramatically. If I can have it today, yeah. it's available today, there's, there's a price. If it's January of 23, that's a different price. Absolutely. That's a speculation at that point because who... God knows what what's going to happen. Between this now is and this is real and strong. This is just like it's always been. Yeah, we don't know. But to the point where, like, you know, you know the old Wiley Coyote cartoons, you know, with, with thing, and the guy's got the anvil swinging on the string, and it's just up here, and you know, Wiley Coyote's underneath it, and right. and the the road runners. Oh, there, that and damn he, bird! And he gets gets the scissors and cuts that thing, and it falls down. That's where we're at in the marketplace right now, dude. There is a huge, massive, four thousand ton weight swinging back and forth. Right now, it's got plenty of strings on it, but I mean, sooner or later, those strings are going to slowly start to get cut. And when that happens, bam, it's going to it's going to be a big deal. It's I I the every minute that passes in the current world we're in in the machinery business, mm-hmm. I I am more and more and more etched in stone. Swear to my grave, when this baby goes bad, it is going to make 12 look like a horseshoe tournament. <clears throat> well, I think it's going to be more of a... The pr- The difference yeah. is this. It won't be yeah. machines. It won't be machine count. It's dollars per machine. Well, that's true. You know? You used to dump combines and lose 30 and be like, thank God when they lost 30. <laughs> Wait. It's going to go... You're going to go bull. For a minute, where, where that's where we are. But then you're gonna end up going straight up there. So yep. those are all gonna be things that that have a it's about huge... to be the University of Montana up in <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. The more I look at it, the more I feel like there are these these natural ebbs and flows that that are coming. But these ebbs and flows that we're in right now aren't natural. No. Not a bit. They're they're, they're generated. We know yeah. that it's totally it's generated. not a it's not a it's not a common marketplace. No, and that's that's a huge deal. You have, which great for ag, to a point. No, you have yeah. shit on top of shit on top of shit on top of shit. Yeah, but the problem with that is, okay, so you're building this giant stack, and commodities do this. Commodities do this. Right. Inputs do this. Right. Commodities then do this, mm. and inputs go. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. All right. I feel like that's a good place to start. Corn's down four fifty. I'm like, ah, it's still pretty good. Yeah. Fair no, enough. it's worse than two dollar corn in ninety eight. Man, that's a whole another conversation. The move in in commodities matters more than what the price is, in my opinion. But that's a whole other conversation. So. Good place to stop, Aaron. Folks want to reach out to you and get more information. That's that's not only a different podcast, but perhaps a podcast series. <laughs> Could be. At Patrick Gott. <laughs> if folks want to reach out to you, what's the best place to do that? Uh, by far the easiest that I pay the most attention to would be my telephone. 
308-760-1193. Call or text anytime. I am fairly active on the Twitterverse. Sometimes I have a lot of deals. Sometimes I show up and like things for 10 minutes because we ain't got much to deal on. Mm-hmm. Um, at Aaron Fintel on there. And I know my speech gets a little combobulated through my entire life. I get more mail that says Sintel than Fintel. It's F as in Frank. So, right. Or as in farm machinery. There you go. Hey. Hey, look at that guy. Uh, also on LinkedIn, Facebook. All of that by just my name. So, right on. I am Casey Seymour. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Go to LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast, or you can see the video version of this very podcast right here at the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel, which is very creative. The Moving Iron Podcast channel. So, check that out. Are you shitting me? That's it. That's it. All right, right there. Um, if you want more information about the Moving Iron Summit, Send me an email at moving iron podcast at moving iron podcast.com. And you could be one of the six people to get one that special six. spot. And, uh, or you can just go up to the upper right hand corner of moving iron LLC.com and you can fill that in there. And all the information is right there. So, with that, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennel. Let's go with some iron folks out. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. In the 21st century Hard working people Working hard